Oh. <laughs> All right, welcome, wow. uh, Columbia Heights listeners, and uh, welcome to the podcast that we have not named yet. But uh, I'm Ben, uh, the communications coordinator for the city of Columbia Heights, with our our friends uh, Mo Farah and Derry Jones, and um, our special guest, Chief Lenny Austin, is here as well. So let's go around and um, just Mo, why don't you start and introduce yourself? Wonderful. Well, thanks a lot for putting this uh, putting together this podcast. Very, very first podcast. I'm pretty excited. I think a lot of people are excited as well. Um, my name is Muhammad Farah. I'm a police officer here with the city of Columbia Heights. I've been a police officer now going on six years. And over those six years, I've grown a few gray hairs, I guess, as you can probably tell. <laughs> a little bit of background myself. I wasn't born here. I was born in Somalia, immigrated here in the United States uh, uh, going on 20 years now. Grew up in Rochester, that's where I went to high school. You know, after finishing up college, I was hired as a police officer at the city of Columbia Heights in 2015. And I've been enjoying it every single day. But one of the reasons why I've joined the, wanted to be a police officer was uh, just try to figure out a way to give back this country that's been giving us opportunity, not only me, but, but also my family. Uh, a lot of immigrants who immigrate this country. So it's just a way for me to give back um, all the opportunities that, that have been provided uh, for me, as well as, you know, just help people the best way that we could. I think I don't want to take too much time over my intro, but I'll... It's okay. We <laughs> okay. Very good. So, yeah, I'm Derry Jones. Um, I've been a police officer for three years. I was a CSO here first. Uh, so I've been on about four years here at Columbia Heights in total. I grew up, uh, never thought I'd be a cop. Growing up, uh, I'm the youngest of four brothers, uh, played basketball in high school, ended up going to college for basketball, ended up making my way out to Hawaii, um, eventually went out to Germany for a little bit, lived there for a little bit, came back, uh, had an opportunity to go through the Pathways program with Columbia Heights, and they uh, they put me through that program. It was a great program. Um, it was just, you know, really a blessing, and it came out of nowhere, and it was just perfect timing. I ended up... Uh, Finishing the program and getting hired on right right after in October of 2017. The reason I became a police officer, what made me really interested in becoming a police officer, is my brother. Uh, he's a convicted felon. He got arrested a while, a long time ago, maybe plus 10 years ago. Uh, he got he was uh, robbing people and doing stuff like that, and and he ended up going to prison for a good amount of his life. And uh, and I think that him going to prison and the police that did their job and ended up catching him. It saved his life because a lot of his friends, they continued on that path and a lot, a couple of them are hearing more. And I think that, uh, that, yeah, the police officers who did good work, the investigators, everybody who was a part of, you know, catching him saved his life ultimately. So I kind of wanted to be a part of that and try to catch people earlier before they end up doing the crimes and trying to connect with them before they get into that, into that world. So that's how's why your, I want to come to How's your brother now? Oh, he's doing really good. My brother's doing really well. Um, I don't know if I could plug him or anything like that. <laughs> he's doing really well. He's off, he's a YouTuber and he's he's doing really well for himself now. And he hasn't been back to prison since he got out. So really proud of him and yeah, just want to continue to do stuff like that. And our uh, our guest, the chief. Yeah, I can't really top that. So can I just? <laughs> well, uh, how about you talk a little bit about? We've been you've been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time. Well, actually, yeah. So actually, uh, it, it, a couple of years ago, it was brought up uh, at our strategic plan 
uh, plan one of our strategic planning sessions, and and we never we just it, it, we we put it out there, and 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 we never really um, never really thought about or it just stayed there, and we never really did much with it. And then uh, a, f a few weeks ago, um, I was actually in your office, and we just started to talk, and and then uh, and then I think the next day or the a uh, couple of days later, I, I ran into Mole at the station. Uh, he was in uh, Captain Markham's office, and. And we just started talking about that, and then I think even I think Derry was working that day as well, and and one thing led to another, and and we just said, yeah, let's 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 try it and see see where this goes. I think uh, you know having you guys, you guys got a pretty unique background, both of you, and uh, you're quite a bit younger than I am, so I think you'll have a lot more fun with it, and uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be uh, fun to talk about a lot of different police related things and and some of the things going on here in the city as well. I think it'll be a lot of fun. As I mentioned earlier, we uh, don't have a title yet. Um, we had a couple of suggestions, the pod squad, um, full report, uh, pod pursuit, constable on podcast. That's terrible, that's a terrible <laughs> one. Uh, any, any other ideas that anybody else had? Uh, there were some good ones I heard. Yeah, some of them you probably can't yeah. talk about, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, there were some good ones. What was the one you said? Roll call. Roll, roll call. Calls. Yeah, roll, roll call. call. That one's pretty good. I, mean, and I like that one. Chief chat, but you're, you're nah, not going to be a. No, you're not going to be a regular. <laughs> <laughs> well, we want this thing to succeed, so, 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 so I'm going to be away from this as much as I can. And uh, maybe people who are listening right now, maybe you have some suggestions for a, right. a title. So, well, our. Ideas. Sort of every episode, we'll have a different topic uh, related to law enforcement that we will discuss. And um, right now, we're we're going to jump into a, um, a fairly heavy topic, which is the uh, Chauvin trial, and that's happening right now in Minneapolis, the uh, jury selection. And I just want to throw out there to all three of you to answer however you want. But what are you? right now keeping a close eye on what what is the what are the things that you're you're most um concerned about in terms of public safety well some of the things that you know we're you know since we border minneapolis you know it's a it's a much bigger deal for us obviously um you know we're pretty fortunate that since we border minneapolis that we do get a lot of information from uh from the city and then Obviously, this is uh, not only a, a state, a statewide uh, trial. This this trial is being seen all over the world, and so with that, uh, you know, we've got state, not only local but state and federal agencies that are involved in 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 just monitoring this and and keeping on top of of what's happening, and and a lot of it is because we just want to make sure that that this process goes through safely, but. Once we get into the trial phase and we get into opening arguments and and we get into all of the evidence that is going to be uh, seen, then it's going to start become a becoming uh, start to become a much bigger issue uh, as far as as far as just keeping an eye on 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 what's going on not only in downtown but also around in surrounding communities, and you know that's the thing about the metro area is it's you know it's it, it, it does have an impact metro wide and because when you know when you drive around you don't really notice borders and so we're all keeping a, a, a pretty a pretty watchful eye 
through that through that lens of public safety. Um, that's that's the thing that we worry about the most is we just want to make sure that um, everybody involved, whether you know you know obviously we're not we're not into anything down at the Hennepin County Government Center, but you know when when people are out protesting and th and doing those types of activities, that that's being done as safely as possible, because you know none of us wants to uh, revisit what occurred. Um, after May 25th uh, with what happened in downtown Minneapolis as well as in St. Paul and other suburbs. And um, we just don't want to see that. And so that's one of the things that uh, are, are our biggest concern right now. So, and I will tell you that in just talking with folks in the community, um, you know, they're, they're very appreciative of everything that we're doing. And they're also, they're also helping us quite a bit. Um, we saw it last year. And, and this year too, um, they've been very helpful and very supportive with, with things that we're trying to, we're trying to do. And I'll, um, I'll go to Mo on this. Speaking of you know, working with the community and kind of uh, building bridges and, and trying to build that trust, um, what has been your experience over the last year just building and maintaining relationships with residents and, uh, and helping to ensure that, uh, that people know you're on their side, that they, uh, that they trust you? This is something that we've been working on for a long time. We've been doing a lot of community outreach for this agency since I've been a police officer. So over those years, you know, when times like this, people know that we're willing to work with people and educate people. And, and sometimes they might hear something from the media or from family or friends that are not really uh, accurate, but I think it kind of helps to, you know what I mean, have that relationship a while ago, you know what I mean, over all those years. And it takes a lot of hard work to build that trust. And um, if, if you go to certain communities that have been impact, how their neighborhood has been, you know what I mean, patrolled or how police enforced laws in their neighborhood, um, sometimes that can be pretty, it can be a little bit challenging to try to convince them that we're on their side. So what do you, what do you say to them? What's an example of how you might approach that with somebody out in the field? I would just use uh, experience. I think Derry can test if, uh, can, um, has probably experienced similar things, you know, growing up, growing up in a neighborhood where, uh, we see police officers constantly because of, you know, the area that we grew up. That's the way life is. Um, you can just tell them, you know, we understand what you're going through, but we're looking for people who's causing problem in this community, in this part of the city, not you particularly. And we want to partner up with you. Sometimes you might get some sort of hesitation, but it takes a long time to build that relationship and just talking to people and, and just kind of revisiting constantly and not, not giving up. But at the beginning, it's a little bit hard. So like I said, <clears throat> times like this, you know, I think um, you're still going to have certain members of the community who are going to not going to trust you, who, but you still want to do, you know, I mean, what we were trained to do, which is, you know, to serve the public and make sure uh, the safety of everybody in the community is, is guarded. Dear, you've had some good experiences with local youth here and uh, I want to talk a little bit about how you've kind of built those relationships at the at the firehouse gym and yes. elsewhere. 
Yeah, so like you were saying, to kind of piggyback off of all the COP um, events that we do, they kind of like let us put pennies in the bank because we got up to a moment like this where we can kind of cash out and show the community that we have been here before, you know, all this stuff was going on. And I feel like we do have a good trust with the community because when everything happened last year, I didn't feel like our community, people from our city were upset with us or like had hatred towards us. I, re I never really got that. Did you? Nope. Not at all. I kind of got it when people came from other cities and we were driving through or we stopped them. Yep. Um, but I never really got that from anybody in our city. We got a lot of a lot of support. Yeah, we got a lot of support. So we do appreciate all the support for everybody who is listening and that's in the city. So we know you guys support us and we appreciate it. But as far as the box, I, I used to box at a firehouse boxing gym. I still do sometimes now. I had an injury not too long ago. So had a, it happens. Had it's a, boxing. Yeah, it's boxing. <laughs> had to take a little, a little break. But uh, so I, what I did there is I would I would go. I was driving past one day and I, I ran into Sean. Uh, Sean Clerkin at the gym, and I'll say, hey, I, I've always wanted to box, and I'm interested in boxing. He's like, just come on down and, and work out. And so I would come down there and work out during the day before my shift, and uh, just a lot of youth in there. And I talked to them, and, and a lot of youth, like me growing up, I never knew a police officer. I never had come into a con come in contact with a police officer, you know, so you never yeah. see one. So you right. kind of, because you kind of got this picture of what a police officer is in your mind, but you never know one. So like I'm in there boxing, I'm doing everything, and then I'll, I'll come back later in my squad car, and then they they wouldn't recognize me at first. So they're like, "Why is he in here? No, what, what did we do? Did somebody do something wrong?" And I'm like, "Y'all remember me?" And they're like, "Oh, it's you, Derry. How you doing?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm a police officer." And they're like, "Oh, wow, I didn't know you're a police officer." And it just kind of changes the relationship because they, you know, they never met one, we met a police officer, and actually had a conversation with them in a positive light. So that was my goal when I was up there boxing and training with the kids to do that all the time. But then I actually got a little, you know, good at boxing. I ended up winning the state uh, championship. And I think that kind of showed the, the just hard work and stuff like that with the kids and continuing to do something and be consistent. So I was trying to teach that too, with just hard work and consistency and yeah, trying right. to build relationships. So I thought it went well. And I feel like I've made a lot of good relationships. And then when I see those kids in a situation where they might be getting in trouble, I can kind of relate a little better than just me being a police officer and being in that. Uh, moment with them. When did um, when did the department sort of sh shift towards a focus on community policing, Lenny? So we probably we really we really started push this probably in in uh, 08, uh, 08, 09. Uh, so it's we've been at this for a while, and we and we keep trying to push things and and work and do different things, and and. And, and and try to change up some different things. Obviously, with the pandemic, it's been it's been rough, but uh, because we just we just can't get out there as much as as we we wanted we used to. Um, I think you know we're we're getting out we're getting you know hopefully towards the end of that uh, pandemic uh, thing so that we can get back out there. You know, I was I was just at St. Tim's Church on Sunday. And and that that was their first service that they finally opened up, and they had to have a small crowd in that. But I got to tell you. Um, you know, and, and you guys have seen it, like, and you kind of talked about it. It was just so nice to just be out there and just talking to people. You know, it's been so long since we've been able to do some of that. And so I think, you know, once, once as those restrictions start to loosen up, we'll be out there more and, 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 and it'll, it'll be, it'll be nice just to get back out there and, and just, you know, see the, see the folks again. I mean, it's, yeah. And, and just, it you do, you don't realize how much you miss it. Until it, until it until it was taken away from you, and so um, and kind of getting back to the the, the Derek Chauvin trial, you know, 
you know, uh, you know, obviously with what happened, it, it, it really did, um, you know, set police community relations back decades. I mean, I mean, let's, let's be realistic about it. Dec decades, but you know, we're going to get through it. It's just going to like guys like Mo and Derry here. I mean, it's just going to make us want to work that much harder. And, um, I think over time, um, you know, we'll, we'll get through this, but there's no question. We got a lot of work ahead of us. There's, there's no question about that. But yeah, the Chauvin trial, you know, that's a, obviously a, a the, it's on everybody's mind right now, especially ours. So we've been working real closely with our fire chief, who's our emergency management uh, director. And, uh, and so we've been probably working on this, oh boy, uh, for a few months now, off and on, obviously. And so um, we'll really start to, We'll start to we'll start to look at this a little bit closer, obviously, and and we'll start to put some things into place as we really get into the the trial phase, and so probably starting you know early April we'll start to make some adjustments to uh, to uh, uh, some of our operations, and really the ultimate goal uh, for those plans are really to try to maintain a, a a good level of continuity of operations, not just to the police department, but but all of our city departments. But for us, uh, you know, obviously we're going to be looking at increasing staffing and 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 that type of thing, and and also assisting Minneapolis as best that we can as well. You know, an event like this, it, it, you know, it's it's something that all agencies uh, from throughout the metro as well as you know different parts of the state, you know, we all have to chip in on that, and and that is the one nice thing about the metro. You know, you know, we all work pretty well together, especially here in Anoka County. Uh, you know, being able to work with uh, Fridley PD, the sheriff's office, and 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 those other agencies, um, they've all been great to work with, and and we're pretty fortunate to to be in this county uh, because we do work so well together. So uh, we've been we've been meeting fairly regularly as a as a as a county group, uh, putting plans in place as well. So. Um, you know, and I, and I think the, the, the big thing too is I, I think the, um, the public in general understands that, um, that, that we, they, they want to make sure that, um, things don't unfold like they did last time. And, and so I think that everybody's going to be, um, going to be helping us with that as well. And I know we've been, we've been reaching out to different community groups as well, and, and they've been very helpful on, on, uh, as far as helping us prepare too. So it's been, it's been, uh, it's, it's really been not just the police department, not just the fire department, but honestly, the whole, the whole community in general. And I think, uh, it's a good time to <clears throat> put a plug out there about code red. So yes, we have a, uh, a new, uh, that's your baby emergency alert system that, uh, goes out, sends texts, phone calls, emails to anybody who signs up as well as emergency text and phone calls to anybody really on the database. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we can put a, pl uh, a little thing out there to, uh, but if you go to our, if you go to our, uh, our city website, uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you can find a link to, to, to sign up for Code Red. And like Ben said, you can, you can sign up uh, either uh, for text messages, uh, phone calls, uh, email, or all three. And you can sign up for both emergency alerts. So let's say, for example, um, you know, we have a hazard, hazardous material spill on Central Avenue, and we got to shut down an area, and we got to we got to evacuate a neighborhood or something like that. That would be something where we would use a code red uh, and that, uh, that emergency part of code red to get the get the word out. 
but maybe a non-emergency would be something like, uh, let's say we had a big water main break at, you know, 44th and Jefferson, and uh, and it was going to really disrupt traffic there for several hours. We could we could send that information out as well. So it's a really great tool, and I think the more people uh, that sign up for it, the better. And then also, as we get used to using it, we'll get a better understanding of what what it's really effective for too. And but for this this type of uh, thing that's going on, yeah, if we have to get information out into the community on different things. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example, like um, uh, last summer, um, you know, during the civil unrest, we had Anoka County instituted a curfew. That would have been a great opportunity to use Code Red to get that information out there. So um, that that's an example of, of where that's so useful and, and it's so great uh, for people who live in the in the in the in this community to, to sign up for that and uh, get those text messages or emails. It's it's really it's really helpful. I, I'm. I think over the next couple of years, um, it'll really we'll really use it much more than we we thought we would. And the um, the website redirect to it is www.columbiaheightsmn.gov/alerts. Uh, and the uh, handle for the police Facebook page is I believe it's just CH Police. I think that's right. Yeah. And um, if you have questions about the code red or you need help signing up, you can give me a call, 763-706-3615, 706-3615, and I'll, uh, I could walk you through it. So we're kind of approaching the wrap-up time. What, uh, what haven't we discussed that you kind of think is an important thing right now for people to know as we approach this, uh, this trial? Last thing I would say is just, you know, we're all going through this, you know, not only we're still in pandemic, it's not over yet. The trial is going to be going on. So we're all going to keep close an eye on it. And uh, we just ask the public to be patient with us as we all deal with these challenges. And uh, and we'll definitely go through this. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. It's an emotional trial. It's going to be an emotional time. Um, just get through it. Try to get through it together. And move forward, you know. Yeah, and, you know, and... And that's the one. I mean, if the pandemic's taught us anything, we can get we can get through this stuff too. It, it's going to take some time, and you know, some of this is going to be three steps forward, two steps back. Um, but but we'll get through it. Just uh, make sure if you see suspicious activity or anything like that going on in your neighborhood, or or you're in a business that you drive by or something like that, give us a call and and call nine one one on that right away, so we can get on top of that and and uh, and check it out. I want to thank. Officers Mofera and Derry Jones and Chief Austin uh, for this uh, initial inaugural <laughs> podcast that we don't know. It'll get better. I promise. What it calls? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, as as we <laughs> as we move forward, we'll um, we'll we'll talk about different topics every time. And uh, and if you have a if you're listening and you have an idea for a topic or have questions, you can uh, call that same number that. Uh, 706-3615 and just let me know. And um, anything else you want to close off with? Yeah, we're gonna try to do this once a month and, uh, and or, you know, if we get, get other things that could pop up. Uh, we already talked about trying to do a podcast live from the firehouse gym. I think that'd be kind of fun, yeah, you right know, and in the ring, in the ring that's right, in well the circle. Well no, boxing. not while well boxing, no, 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 I, no. 
No, I don't need any. I don't need to take any hits. That's <laughs> so. <laughs> although, although we probably get a lot of views for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, for you. <laughs> Sweeps week. Well, we'll Sweeps week. Yeah, there you go. All right. <laughs> uh, and then we'll yeah we'll also revisit this these on this ongoing developments every time. So yeah. if there's anything you wanted to mention, uh, we talk about, about mole training for grandmas. Yeah. Oh, you're training for grandmas. Marathon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tip. Yeah, give us a little, we'll, we'll close on that. No, I, you know, I, I love to run marathons. You know, I, I did the Twin Cities Marathon before the pandemic. So my plan was to do the grandma last year, but um, we weren't able to do it. So I'm just continuing to train to do the uh, grandma's marathon so I can do qualified, hopefully, Boston Marathon. Oh, wow. That's my goal, get a really good time. But it's it's a... Uh, it's a lot harder than I thought, you know, especially as you age. I honestly had no idea what the grandma's marathon was. And I didn't know you had to even qualify to go to the Boston Marathon. I thought you just, oh, sign, no. I thought you just sign up. <laughs> I didn't know that either. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've a lot of yeah and you have to have a pretty good time, I think, don't get, you? Yeah. And you look at your certain ages, too. You put your age category as well. So, okay. yeah. Uh, what what time do you have to get to qualify for Boston? Um, I forgot what exactly what my age group was was like under three hours so oh that's easy oh, oh yeah say <laughs> <laughs> <that> again <laughs> that's easy man <laughs> you got I've never, this i've never ran a marathon ever. yeah yeah well we'll uh, check back in on, on that absolutely going forward. Keep you guys posted all my training guides and everything so <laughs> thank you for listening <laughs>